Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He is in clutch my ass. I've been telling you about this Yankee team and Aaron Judge in particular. Not that you needed me to say it, but I mean, my goodness, somebody had to say it that you can see with this team. If you're paying close enough attention, forget about the results. You can see it with this team dating back to that series at the Trop, even without Aaron Judge that the Yankees weren't going to roll over. The Yankees weren't going to go away. And at that time, they were in last place, double-digit games back. And here we are, fast forward, just a couple of weeks. One, two, a few weeks. Not even a few weeks. Between a couple and a few. You get the point. And the Yankees are rolling. And they're doing it in vintage Yankee fashion. This reminds me of the Dynasty Yankees. I'm not saying that this team is on the level of that. But just like we say sometimes there are signs with the negative, you know, losing your uh, closer in the WBC, that's not a good sign. There are great signs for this Yankees team, overcoming what they've overcome so far to this point, getting Bader back, getting Judge back healthy, and having these incredible wins against the Rays, against the Blue Jays, again against the Rays, again against the Rays, now against the Orioles. Having these incredible wins, one after another, series by series, and really cutting into what was, you know, at at a, a point seeming to be an insurmountable deficit. You may have looked at that and said, well, look, I know the Yankees are going to make the playoffs, but forget the division, it's gone, the Rays are gone. No, no, they're not. Rays got slaughtered tonight, 20-1 to at the hands of the Blue Jays, but forget about them. It's that the Yankees are right there, five games back, that's it. And what have the Yankees done here in the last couple of weeks? They've climbed over the Red Sox. They climbed over the Blue Jays. They saw them head-to-head. They've obviously chipped away at the Rays' lead, and now... They set their sights on the Orioles and Baltimore, who gets out to a 4 nothing lead at Yankee Stadium against the Yankees' ace in Garrett Cole. Against one of, if not the best pitcher in baseball. You got to be feeling great if you're the Orioles off to that start. 4 nothing against Cole. And what happens? The Yankees come back. That's what I mean by a vintage Yankee performance where... Earlier in the year, we'd look at this team, and they looked lifeless. They weren't getting any big hits. They weren't you know, scoring a ton of runs. How could the Yankees at home in particular be shut down as often as they were? Well, that was not the case tonight, and it has not been the case recently, where you now have confidence that they're going to find a way. 
I don't know what the hell happened in that seventh inning with the LeMayu bunt, but they found a way. Even after getting behind again, you know, had the lead, the 4 nothing lead, and they chip away, manufacture some runs, and everybody loves that. You guys don't love the home runs? All right, well, the Yankees manufacture some runs for you. Obviously, the home runs help as well with Bader going deep to get things started, but look, the, this was a complete team effort. And then it was, and I'm watching the game, and I actually said out loud, because truth be told, I was watching the game, and I was watching Jersey Housewives with my wife. You know, i got to make my wife happy, so she's watching the Jersey Housewives, but I've got the Yankee game on, on my iPad. And I blurted out, oh my God, Judge did it, as I saw the ball leave the bat. And she's like, my, my wife's like, what? It's like, nothing, don't worry about it. Back to Teresa's wedding. But Judge, in that moment, needed to hit a home run and did. And for the few of you who called, I know it's not everybody, but there were a bunch of callers over in the week talking about, oh, Judge is in clutch. I don't care how many home runs he hits in the regular season. Doesn't get it done in, in the postseason. I don't think he's got that it factor. Last night we're talking about, oh, he doesn't have that it factor. And I'm like, you guys are insane. He's got the it factor. You can tell he's got it. Now, he hasn't, Judge, gone on a run in a postseason yet. That has carried the Yankees to a World Series appearance, to a World Series win. But every year since 2017, I felt like it could happen. I thought it would happen. This year, it feels different. After watching this Yankees team, even in losing two out of three to the Rays, I felt they were better. Now, I know the Astros are getting hot, and ultimately, doesn't it feel like that's what it's going to come down to again? It's like the Yankees are not going to be able to get to a World Series unless they go through the Astros. But at this point, I think you have to welcome that again. It's the Astros and everybody in the AL East. And the Yankees, over the last couple of weeks, have gone head-to-head with the best that the AL East has to offer. And they've taken care of them. And even if they haven't, you know, losing the series two out of three to the Rays and then splitting with them, so technically they lost the best of seven out of them, they still, to me, look like the better team. Oh, and by the way, they're only going to get better. Stanton come back. Rodon come back. Oh, when they get these guys back, you know, Rodon, who the hell knows, but it seems like he might eventually come back. Amongst others, you know, you're starting to see Severino come back. The guys in the bullpen, it seems every time somebody comes back, somebody else goes away. And, and they will add. Brian Cashman will add to this team whatever is needed, whether it be an outfielder, whether it be another starter for whatever reason, and, you know, if those guys don't come back healthy, as we said, or stay healthy, whether it be a bullpen arm, they will add. Now, the one thing you don't like is Josh Donaldson coming back potentially and Boone saying before the game that he's going to be in the lineup every day. I mean, uh, look, LeMahieu looks awful defensively at third base. He's just big and slow, and I know he's always been a great fielder, but he has not looked good this year defensively at third base. And, you know, he hasn't been great offensively either. He's not the 300 hitter that he once was. But I still trust LeMayhew way more than I would Josh Donaldson. I'm not saying you don't give Donaldson an opportunity. But to say that you want to have him come back automatically as an everyday player, I mean, I guess one last hurrah, why not? Failed last year, failed to start this year. All right, let's see if he can get it going. Anyway, it's not going to make a significant difference. Point is, the Yankees, they've got something they have the it factor. They are playing with an edge, with a toughness that we haven't seen from this group. And by the way, how often have I been talking about it 
with the balance that they now have, even with a guy like Volpe who may not be doing it right now numbers-wise, but you can tell he's the type of ball player that wins in the postseason. You saw what Bader did a year ago, and now you've seen what Bader has done since he came back. You know, obviously referencing last year's postseason, but coming back, he's been the difference. He came back, team looked different. Because that was the series at the Trop when I'm thinking, oh, this kid, if the Yankees get swept here, they might be 13 games out or whatever it was, 12 games out, last place at the end of this weekend. Bader comes back, and they didn't. They won a game and should have won more. Could have won more. Then Judge comes back, and now you're starting to see a different team. But you have you have Bader here. You have Judge, obviously, who you know is the best player in baseball. Dispute me. Hey, come on. Dispute that. I Look, I get Otani. I get Ronald Acuna Jr. Nobody's better than Aaron Judge. I'm sorry. Watch him closely. And I'll admit I watch him more closely than I do Acuna and, and Otani. But you can't be better. Point is, you can't be better than Aaron Judge is. Not last year, not now. But you add a young Anthony Volpe into this mix, he's just a winning type player. Not to compare him to Jeter, but I just have a feeling he's going to be that type of guy in the postseason. Volpe getting the walk-off hit the first of his career, or the the walk-off RBI here uh, in this one. And extras, obviously, to give the Yankees the the 6-5 win over the Orioles. But Volpe's got it. And I think you you combine that with Bader's edge, with Judge's dominance and leadership and comfortability now being a captain, with Boone, the way he's led this club. Don't love all the managerial decisions, but I do love his passion. I do love his competitiveness. And I feel like he has gotten a little more confident here. Look, it's way early. I get it. But I felt this way a couple of weeks ago after that Rays series on that Monday, you know, before they swept the A's, that the Yankees were the best team in the American League or were going to get to that level soon. And it hasn't taken long. I feel like we're there now. They may be five games back of the Rays. If you had a pick right now, life on the line, you're taking the Yankees. And these type of wins remind you of the dominant Yankee teams that went on to the World Series, that went on to win World Series. This is what they do. This becomes a place where teams are fearful, where the Orioles made a a good, a very, very good young Orioles team. They give their best shot against the Yankees' best, and they still can't get it done. They got to be thinking, man, it's going to be impossible to win here after a game like this. And maybe you have that Yankee Stadium aura coming back into play a little bit. I just feel like we're watching a different type of ball club. Hard to quantify when you say things like they have an edge, there's an aura, there's a confidence level to this group led by Aaron Judge. Hard to put that in statistics or make it clear for people to see. But if you've been paying close attention to this team, as a lot of us have, not just this year, but even in comparison to years past, it feels different. It's starting to feel different.
Now, look, it could be all for naught. Maybe the Yankees go into another funk, and maybe the offense, you know, doesn't look, uh, you know, isn't consistent and certainly doesn't look the same in the postseason. Obviously, October is a long way away. But remember, they're doing this without even being 100%. And nobody's ever 100%, but getting, you know, they're missing their big offseason acquisition in Rodon, and they're missing one of the biggest bats in that lineup with John Carl Stanton. And this is not false. Like last year when they went on their incredible run to start the year and everybody was like, oh my God, 98 Yankees, 98 Yankees. It was fool's gold for more than one reason. But you also had, you know, Jose Trevino playing like an all-star. You had Matt Carpenter tearing the cover off the ball. Those things were not sustainable. That wasn't realistic. Trevino's good, but you know what I mean. All-star level. And Carpenter certainly... Not sustainable. Obviously, he got hurt. Things started to change for the Yankees. You had Judge having a historic year. Now, I think Judge is great. He's going to have another big year. Will he hit 62 home runs? I don't know. But the Yankees are doing it differently this year, where Rizzo is legitimate, and he's back to being the player that you know we saw with the Cubs, maybe even better to a certain extent. With the shift being banned, Rizzo, you know, that was one guy a lot of people focused on saying he may benefit the most from this, and he has. Bader coming back and being what he was in the postseason a year ago. Volpe contributing. These are good signs for this team. This is not, you know, Willie Calhoun going nuts or Franchi Cordero going nuts for a week and things that aren't sustainable. This is sustainable for the Yankees. Glaber Torres is actually being consistent. Is he at the peak level that we hoped or expected to see one day after 2018, 2019? No, but you take this. I think you'd sign for this. There's room to grow, too, for this team. The Yankees right now look like a Yankee team that has the makings of something special. It's early, but you can tell. And think of the hole that they have dug out of. Yeah, I like it much better this way. I know it's weird, but last year it felt like there wasn't even a real challenge. They got out to that hot start and really were never pushed. We tried to make something of it at the end of the year. Man, maybe the Rays, maybe somebody, maybe the Jays, somebody's going to catch them or at least threaten them for the division. Wasn't realistic. Even with the Yankees falling off a cliff, you know, for a couple of months last year, it still wasn't realistic that they were going to get caught. And to start this year, and I don't care how optimistic you are, the reality is 10 games back is 10 games back. That's a lot. It's a lot to make up. And not only 10 games back of one team, Yankees were 10 games back and in last place in their division. And it only took them a couple of weeks to get out of there, where now they've got their eyes set on the O's and looking to climb that ladder. Five back of the leading Rays, two back of the Orioles in second place, where they got two more games with the O's. It has been a fun couple of weeks with incredible baseball being played, incredible, dramatic wins. And this one, I think, should help change some Yankee fans' minds, some naysayers' minds about the clutch ability, the clutchness of one Aaron Judge. It's a moment you're sitting there watching. If you're at the ballpark, you're waiting for him to go deep. 
You're not leaving until you see Aaron Judge's at bat. You've seen too many heroics in your lifetime as a Yankee fan, maybe not in recent years you know, to the extent that we saw in the 90s or 2000s, early 2000s. But you know, hey, in our home ballpark, down a run, things are going to happen. They generally do. And in this case, it was drawn up perfectly. Judge coming up and needing to hit a home run and does. And Judge is just on a different level. Hard to imagine that he could be better than he was a year ago. but And he might not be statistically at the end of the year. But there is a different feel with a guy who clearly is happy with his contract, you know, rewarded significantly with that contract, clearly could take a deep breath and understand that he's set for life, got the contract he wants, now go out there, relax. There's one thing left to do, lead this team to a World Series victory. And you could also see being named captain, that gave Judge or has given Judge a different level of confidence. He's always been confident, but it's different now. It feels different now. It's been a joy to watch as well. Cashman was right. He said, convict me. We did. He also said, don't bury us. We didn't. And look where the Yankees are now. 877-337-6666. We'll get to your calls on the other side. Talking Yankee baseball. Another dramatic win for the Bombers over the Orioles as they climb that ladder in the American League East. We'll get to the Mets as well, although there's really not much to talk about. They were dreadful in Chicago. I mean, the one thing that would bother me is pinch hitting for Vientos with Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say I don't want to talk about the Mets anymore until they get rid of Vogelback, but that's not realistic. So we could get into Vogelback and Bucks decisions and you know Tyler and McGill, whatever it is that bothered you about the Met loss tonight. Really, what I if you want to talk about positives with the, with the Mets is that they played at Wrigley Field, and I can watch a baseball game at Wrigley Field between any two teams at any time. Anyway, the Yankees getting the job done with great heroics from Aaron Judge, Volpe with the walk-off. It was a terrific night out at the stadium. Yan- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get the win. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Sal Licata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. I told you Judge was clutch. How dare you call up and question 
his big home run ability or his clutch gene or whatever the hell it is that you guys are questioning. Some of you, of course, not all of you. But there are those people because Judge hasn't gotten done in the postseason yet that you doubt it. Now, look, the frustrating thing with the Yankees, and this is generally the case, it's always a, yeah, but what's going to happen in October? Yeah, but let's see what happens in October. Well, unfortunately, they can't fast forward the season to get there. So all we could do is watch this team perform now. And because of the, I don't even want, I mean, I guess we could say the Yankees had a slow start, but and because they weren't playing great baseball, but even you know their slow start is still better than most. It's not like the Yankees were under 500. The only reason why it was a little scary is because the Rays had them buried in last place, you know, 10 games back. That's why it was, it was more about the Rays' start than it was about the Yankees being bad. Plus, the Yankees have been banged up and all that stuff. But you look at what this team has been able to do in such a short period, and now you watch them, and it, it makes it more fun coming from behind, making these games even more important. And we said this is going to be a big stretch for them against the Rays and the Blue Jays and now the Orioles. And they've handled it very well. And this, uh, of all years, this is the year we got to go to the balance schedule. Get me back to 19 times versus these ALEs teams. Although, maybe if that were the case, the Yankees would easily win the division. Because I do think head-to-head. You know, the Rays may be better against other opponents. Head-to-head, the Yankees are better. The Blue Jays and Orioles may be okay against the rest of the league. Head-to-head, the Yanks own them. And likely, always will. Brian is calling from New Jersey. What's up, Brian? Hi, Sal. How are you doing tonight? Uh, pretty good. How are you, Brian? I'm good. I just wanted to talk about the game. You know, it started out with, you know, Garrett Cole not pitching. You know, he, he didn't have it tonight. It happens. I mean, what are you going to do? He's not going to be perfect every single night. Cole has been one of, if not the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, he's had one bad start against the Rays that he blew that 6 nothing lead. It happens. Now, he's got to get straightened out, and he will, but Garrett Cole has been so dominant. The thing that's important is that you can win a game when your ace doesn't have his best stuff or doesn't have his best performance. Yeah. You know, this couldn't have been more perfect for me in terms of the hmm. Judge home run that? and Volpe winning the game because those are my two favorite players. Well, I don't think you're alone, Brian, and thank you for the call. And you had a great night as a Yankee fan. Your two favorite players getting the job done. I'm trying to think. Are they my two favorite players on the Yanks? I mean, they're close I love because I, I love watching them play. I mean, I love watching Anthony Volpe play. I know he hasn't been great statistically, but he's a gamer. The guy's just a ball player. And you could tell a winning ball player that I don't care if he rolls in October with the 207 average, which is what he's got right now. I still would trust him in a big spot to give you a quality at bat, if not just flat out get the job done. And how can you not love Aaron Judge? He exudes confidence. Always has, really, since we first saw him in 2017 dominate the league as a rookie. But now I feel like it's a different level. This is a captain's confidence. It's a... Big energy confidence coming off of 
uh, maybe we could say big home run energy confidence coming off of breaking the American League home run record last year. He's just got it. And now he's hitting the big home runs. I mean, look, you had 62 home runs. There were some big ones in there as well. But, you know, whether it's against the Blue Jays, whether it's against the Orioles tonight, you know, judges, I, I, I don't worry about him not being clutch. There are certain guys that I would say, oh, well, he doesn't get it done in the postseason. He doesn't have that, you know, clutch gene or the the toughness mentally to get it done in postseason. He caves to pressure. I don't feel that with Judge. I just look at a guy that, for whatever reason, one reason or another, hasn't been playing at the highest of levels in the postseason. Maybe it's a credit to the great pitching that he's facing and the difference in the way that they pitch to him or maybe try to pitch around him in the postseason. Because I can't understand why in the regular season anybody would be stupid enough to throw him a strike. Like, you got to be idiotic to pitch the Judge. Last year, all year, I mean, how many times you got to see him bludgeon you with homers before you realize, hey, you know what, let's just walk him. And they kept going after him. Uh, you tipped their cap because 62 wouldn't have happened if not for the pitchers going after him. But my goodness, I mean, how dumb can you be? You know what I was thinking, too? It, it must have been, he must have been, for, you know, for that game-tying homer, he must have been looking at the first base coach. It had to be that. It couldn't be anything else. He, pro, I think I... I don't know if Yes showed it or it was something I saw on, you know, John Boy tweeted it out or something, but the the eyes of Judge, I think he was, he must have been looking somewhere else because it couldn't have been that he just demolished a pitch. Couldn't have been that. 877-337-6666. Steve is in Manhattan, Steve. All right, Sal, you've become the Sportradamus. And, man, man, there are a lot of Yankee commercials. First of all, Sal, who was the new host last night? Evan Roberts this afternoon was swinging on his jock strap. I mean, who was it? I didn't hear the show. What do you mean? The, Evan was always oh, going to be a host at the fan. He's going to be a, a full-time host. He was going, wow, he's swinging on his uh, jock you got, I can't. I didn't hear it, so I, got, I can't speak to that. I really don't care. If it doesn't involve me, I don't care. Right, and I and I mean that from top to bottom. If it doesn't involve me, I don't care. All right, and you're in a good mood tonight, Sal. You must be doing the show from home, no? Oh yes, I am. But I'm always in a good mood, Steve. Yeah. Anyway, first of all, with the Yankees, I mean there is a cliche, but sometimes cliches are true. You're never as good as you look, and you're never as bad as you look. With like with Tampa Bay, and um, my my cliche through the years has always been it's May. I'm not worried about the Yankees in May for sure. Um, the thing about Judge, I think you might have nailed it too with the playoffs. Sometimes in the playoffs, the better pitchers will pitch around you. You won't get that good pitch to hit. Um, it might sound kind of ridiculous to hear that. It, at every at bat they're pitching around them. Listen, it is the playoffs. You are facing better pitching, except if you meet someone in the American League Central, which a minor league team will be in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, well, I, I wouldn't even worry about it. You look at it, Steve. The competition and the there is no competition for the Yankees in the AL Central. Do the math. I'm not worried about the Texas Rangers either. And I do respect Bochi and obviously Degrom. How can you not respect Degrom? Assuming that he can get back healthy and then stay healthy. But really, it's one team. It's the Houston Astros. I mean, it's the Astros or anybody else in the AL East. And I feel like the Yankees are the best team in the AL East. So then we're again looking at the Astros. 
Yeah, they're just amazing. And it's not even the same team as five years ago. Now, Sal, I'll finish up with this on a lighter note, man, because you're in a good mood. Um, with the Met antics after a home run or a win, did Bucky show Walter ever think he was going to be the director of a porn film? Yeah, I mean, look, here, here's the thing, and thanks for the call, Steve. First of all, I don't understand why you keep saying I'm in a good mood. Like, I'm in the same mood I generally am in. Uh, it makes no – like, I don't understand. Don't I – Rosie, do you think I sound different? Like, do I sound like I'm in a better mood? Is he being sarcastic because I sound cranky? Like, I don't get it. No, I, I think you sound normal. I think you're in a very monotone-like mood tonight. Monotone-like mood. Hmm, interesting. So does that mean – like less happy or less excited or what, no, what, I what think, did you read? I, I, w- I just think you're not surprised by what the Yankees are doing, right. and that comes across in your voice. Yeah, I'll tell you the mood I'm in. I'm in a no-nonsense, let's-go-to-work mood. That, that's what I'm in right now. Let, let's do a show. Let's passionately talk about the Yankees and their big win. We'll get to the Mets, like I said, in a little bit. Uh, I'm in a, I'm in a let's-go-to-work mode or mood, whatever. Uh, what was the other thing you said? Oh, the Mets celebration. I don't care about the that stuff. The air humping. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's stupid. Look, you, uh, here's the thing. I love Pete Alonso. I think he's going to be, when all said and done, the greatest Met of all time. I'm all for good celebrations. Can you keep it clean, please? I mean, I don't care as a 43-year-old, but as somebody who now has a young daughter or somebody who has taken my young niece and nephew to games, what do I explain to them that Pete is doing when he hits a grand slam with the players or what Pete is doing against the guardrail in the dugout. Like, it's just stupid. It's sophomoric. Do You're not in college, dude. You're a New York Met. Act like a freaking professional, will you? Do we know the the origin behind it? I have no idea. Because I'm assuming the, the judge eyes thing, that's going to be now going to be a thing the rest of the year, I'm sure. No, just- he, did, he, had, he has only he did that one time. I haven't seen him do that since. But that's not even what we're talking about. We're talking about we're not talking about celebrations. We're talking about the Mets and Alonzo in particular being sophomoric in his celebration. Like I'm sure there's a reason behind it. I'm sure it's funny to them. I'm sure there are parts of it that I would find funny. However, he is a professional. Act like it. You've got kids that watch you. I'm not trying to be, you know, all high and mighty. Like I understand that, you know, you look, you People do things, and and you can't, you know, uh, protect all kids from seeing bad things or hearing bad things. But come on, dude, Daddy, what's Pete Alonso doing? Oh, he's you know dry humping his teammates. Like it's just stupid. Keep do that stuff in the in the in the dugout or in the clubhouse behind closed doors. And, and Pete, he drops the f bomb live on the air. Again, I love him. I don't think it's the worst thing you could do. But I don't think it's a good thing. I would just hope that he could be smarter about his celebrations. And I found it first glance the after the Grand Slam. I thought it was funny. I was like, what the hell is he doing? But then the gyrations up against the dugout railing. Like, dude. And look, the, they're, they're still young guys. They were trying to have fun, stay loose. So I understand it, but... There are a lot of kids that watch this and look up to these athletes. You got to set a better example than that. There's just certain things that you you probably should avoid if you can. And I think it's possible. It might be possible 
for Alonzo to avoid dry humping his teammates or air humping, whatever the hell it is that he thinks he's doing. Young Josh is calling from Passaic. What's up, Young Josh? Hey, sir. How are you doing? How are you, Young Josh? Good, sir. Just with the Yankees, a great win. I want to get to point out the Mets and Knicks after, but something Volpe does, like, unlike I know your favorite player on the Mets, is that when he gets on base, he actually does something. You know, oh, he could steal a base. He could actually move. Even if he's not getting that, he finds other ways to contribute. Well, right. He's look Volpe, and he made it, uh, another nice defensive play tonight. Volpe's just one of those players who you watch and you enjoy watching him play because he plays baseball. He plays hard. He plays the game the right way. He may make mistakes. He may not be perfect, but the effort is there. The passion is there. The smarts are there. He's got a quick bat. He's just he's a guy that you can tell. Is going to have. He's already had a positive impact on this team, but he's going to be even more impactful on this team moving forward. And you got to say, it can't be more than a month, a month and a half till, or even less, till the Yankees catchers. I mean, they got pretty thumped up tonight versus the Blue Jays. Right, they lost by 19. But listen, with the Mets, what I want them to do with the whole catcher situation is keep Sanchez as a backup catcher, have Navias be the catcher, and Alvarez DH. You think that would be a good idea for them? No, because although I don't think it's the worst thing, thank you for your call, young Josh. I don't think it's the worst thing as long as Alvarez stays up here, but I want Alvarez to catch. Alvarez should be, if not the primary catcher, he's got to be split with Narvaez. That's how the catching situation should work. Gary Sanchez, I mean, come on. Gary Sanchez shouldn't be in the big leagues. And if he is, if they think they have something in Gary Sanchez, then he could be the third catcher slash DH. That is if he hits in the limited opportunities that he's going to get here over the next couple of weeks before some of these guys start to get healthy. But the idea of sending Francisco Alvarez down is just idiotic. I'm not sure what's dumber, Pete celebration with the gyrations or the idea of sending Francisco Alvarez down. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Sal Licata on the fan. The fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Go, Buck. It's your birthday. Have we had a better moon now? Do I sound... Do I sound more excited now? Happy birthday, Buck. What a lineup. What a pinch hit decision you made. Bringing in Vogie in a big spot. Pinch hitting for Vientos. No Alvarez in the lineup. Yay. Uh, Look, you know I love Buck, but there's no way Alvarez should not be in the lineup. I mean, come on. After an off day. Here's the thing before I get into And and by the way, let's continue with your Yankee calls because I'd rather talk about some positive stuff tonight if we can. We only get a couple hours. Why not talk about the positives? Where are all you judge naysayers that doubt his clutchness after that big-time home run? Yankees are on fire. Don't call just to complain. Call to have some fun and gloat. Anyway, the thing that bothered me with the Mets today was uh, this is legitimate truth. So I it took me what an hour and forty to get into work today for SNY. So you know the long commute in park whatever walk in, and then we start to talk about the show. And before I even sit down, I forget exactly what was said, but it was something of the sorts of, "Oh, uh, Kodai Singh is getting pushed back," and I'm like. <laughs> No, seriously, we're going to start the show. We're talking about Senga tonight and what he's going to do. And like, oh, no, they pushed him back. He's not starting. I'm like, what? Again? I don't understand it with this guy. Why can't Kodai Senga pitch on normal rest, which is something he has not done all year? He has not pitched on normal four days rest this year. 
And again, they're pushing him back. Like, whoa, I don't understand it. He was one of the big differences or at least big acquisitions that was supposed to be an upgrade in their rotation. Remember, you know, Verlander replaces DeGrom. Sengel was supposed to replace Chris Bassett. He was a big acquisition in the offseason. And you're telling me he's got these type of limitations where he can't pitch every fifth day? I mean, what the hell is that about? He's healthy, and they got to get him on seven, eight days. By the way, he did have the extra day rest. He pitched on Wednesday against the Rays in what was his most dominant performance in the big league so far. So if you pitch Wednesday, let's do the math together as I look at the calendar. One, two. I feel like I'm talking to my daughter. Come here, Sammy. One, two, three, four, five. Today would have been his sixth day. He's already on five days rest. So why does he need a sixth day of rest? I don't understand what they're doing here. Trying to manipulate it and get... get, How about this? Just get pitchers who can pitch every fifth day because that's what it takes to win at the big league level. I don't care if that means Verlander, Scherzer, whoever. Kodai Senga. And I like Senga. But they needed him to pitch against the Braves a few weeks ago. It was his scheduled day, and they pushed him back to throw some stiff. I forget even who it was. Maybe it was Peterson, whatever. Some guy, oh, Buto, who the hell knows who it was, against the Braves, and they lose. And here he is on an extra day rest today. It was supposed to be his day. I walk in and work. The first thing I find out is Tyler McGill is starting instead. Now, not that McGill is bad, but he was bad tonight. And he got the Mets off to a rough start. They never recovered. Giving up a couple of long balls. Can't look. It's one game. They won five in a row. And it happens. But Senga being pushed back, strike one. No Alvarez in the lineup, strike two. Pinch hitting for Mark Vientos in a key spot in the game with Daniel Vogel back, strike three. You're out. Cubs win 7 2. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Linda? Hi, Sal. How you doing? Good, Linda. How are you? Uh, this Mets game tonight. Um, Sal, is this a spite thing between Buck and Epler? I have no idea what's going on. You talking about with Alvarez not being in the lineup? Yes. Is, well, is I mean, I don't know. Epler Epler like, brought in uh, Gary Sanchez as well, so I mean, I I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you Epler, could explain it. Is it Buck telling Epler, "You give me bleep"? I'm going to play the bleep. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it. I don't understand the way this team is being managed and run in general. I don't get it. Why isn't Alvarez playing? They had a day off yesterday. Right. Why isn't he in the lineup? Why yeah, I don't is understand Sam it. in the lineup? I don't understand uh, it, Sal. Well, Fam is in a lineup. Here's why Fam's in a lineup. Because they like Tommy Fam because he's got this hard hit rate or some other BS they're going to sell at you. They think that, or they're going to try to sell you and throw at you. They think that Tommy Fam is going to get it going because he keeps hitting the ball hard. And obviously, it's against the lefty and Smiley tonight. So it's either going to be Fam or Canna. I don't have a big issue with that. Well, oh, it's, either fa- it's either Fam or Canna. I mean, who are you going to start? I cannot take Vogel back anymore. Oh, this you know the the, the problem though. He, see, the bigger issue would be Escobar. They're trying to get Escobar going. That is obvious. See, Buck wants obvious. to get Escobar going. 
because then he could use McNeil on left, and then that means you eliminate Fam and Canna from the equation and potentially have either one of them DH on occasion. Now, I don't know if that means because then they could send Vientos down, but the idea that the Mets need to have Vientos, Canna, Fam, Vogelback, all be options at DH just shows you that none of them... Well, none of them are the guy. The only guy who might be the guy is Vientos, and the only reason why we don't know is because we haven't seen it yet. We know the others are not. I, Sal, it's a joke, and I, and I, yeah. I have to, I have to ask the question: Is it a spite thing? I don't believe that it's a spite thing. I, I don't, I don't think Buck is going to spite. And thank you for the call, Linda. I don't think Buck is going to spite Billy Epler and lose games because of it. I mean, Sanchez is here. They're going to give him some opportunities. The problem that you have is why do it off of an off day? Because if they did this tomorrow, it would be bad enough. But the fact that they do it after an off day is infuriating. Alvarez should be in the lineup. He doesn't need two days off. Now, it's obviously not why they lost, but what? look, Gary Sanchez shouldn't even be on the team. He shouldn't even be on the team. It was a perplexing ad. Epler trying to find some magic in his former, you know, Yankee guy. It's over for Gary Sanchez. It was over when he was with the Yankees. It was over when he got traded from the Yankees to the Twins. He did nothing in the minor leagues. And the Mets think all of a sudden, ah, you know what, he's going to come back to New York and maybe we'll find some lightning in a bottle. Wrong. It's a waste of time. I told you the other day, after people were making a big deal about Gary Sanchez, he will not be on the roster by the Subway Series games. If that, he may not make the Braves games. So I wouldn't worry about Sanchez, but think about that. For a guy who's not going to be on the team in two or three weeks, at least in my opinion, for him to take a start away from Francisco Alvarez, come on, that's just foolish. More of your Yankees and Mets calls on the other side, 877-337-6666. Sal Licata on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.